here we go what's up everyone it is october 5th 2022 it's the pro wrestling podcast it's a wednesday night you know what that means that's right big veto t in the house that's him i'm the brand what's up big veto t my man how's it going going good man you know me i love wednesdays that's what we do i love you know, wednesdays i wake up in the morning i put my trash out on the curb i uh, do my stuff throughout the day daughter gets off school early and then it's dynamite time yep i love it gotta love wednesdays having issues with the short over here Vito. Well, I knew it was the short. The damn short. Oh, here we go. No, it would help if it was plugged in all the way, probably, right? <laughs> yeah. That might be the first step. Um, I've been recording music with this microphone, so I've been extra like hard on it. So that's part of the that's part of the difficulty here. Do I have you? Yeah. Okay. All right. I can hear you if you can hear me. We can hear each other. I think we're good to go. Sorry about that, folks. Hey, we're professionals here. Uh, <laughs> something like that. We're talking AEW Dynamite once again, Vito. This is kind of the thing that we do uh, here for the most part on this Pro Wrestling Planet podcast. Yep. Um, we're AEW guys. You know, we're, we're, you know, I'm a wrestling guy, you know, I'm a I, wrestling guy. I love, you know, and, and I'm a sports entertainment guy. We're the I'm epitome of sports entertainers. Entertainers. <laughs> entertainers. But did you hear Madison Rain do, make, do that, uh, that voice? We'll I, discuss that later, but I Madison Rain. Yeah. She said entertainers. It was fun. Well, that's the way you got to say it now. Entertainers. Entertainers. Yeah. Well, Big Vito team, my man, this starts out with, uh, of course, we're looking at MJF, Wheeler Yuta. Um, hey, congratulations to, to AEW Dynamite on three years. Yes, three-year anniversary show. I cannot yeah, stress all, that yeah, enough. Start that out. Let's start it out with that. Congratulations Don't want to, overlook to, to that. Tony Khan and the boys for three years. So and, and Vito, my man, you've been watching since day one, right? Since day zero. Your since day, day negative one. Yeah. Right. And that's not negative one, the kid. That's <laughs> I've been here since all in. You and know, that's before AEW. I don't think I watched all in, but I do remember watching the first couple pay-per-views, like proper AEW pay-per-views. I cannot truthfully say, though, I remember watching the first episode of Dynamite. I don't think I did. I, was, uh, I remember when uh, it was at midnight. It was one of the New Year's things. It must have been the New Year's before uh, Dynamite or whatever it was. Uh, it was uh, Cody, uh, the Bucks, and Hangman. They all had their phones out, and there was like a countdown to, to something, and then all of them said AEW, 
all the three guys said AEW on their phones, and Hangman said Double or Nothing, which was the first AEW pay per view. Okay, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I've been here since that. That was uh, okay. That was uh, an announcement. Yeah, yeah. So, I remember bringing uh, the DVD of that pay per view out to Power Pit. It was either that one or the one after that. I remember, like, trying to show Mike, you know, like, bro, this is Orange Cassidy. Like, it's the best thing ever. Like, you got to watch this guy. You know, and he wasn't really, he didn't, nope. really, he didn't really understand. No, nope, uh, he's not into gimmick. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. He don't, he don't accept AEW either. That's a damn shame. That's a shame. Well, you know, that's why we do this show is to, you know, show people, you know, hey, man. Uh, you know, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta hate, congratulate. I love having these two companies around, um, regardless. I still love the E, but these Dynamite shows, I think, are, are usually something pretty special. There are special things going on, uh, in AEW. Yeah. Probably the most special thing, getting back to... Uh, the episode itself here, the matters at hand, <laughs> MJF, man, you know, uh, we finally get to see 29 days. We get to see him back in the ring. That's how long it's been. 129 days since, he since rest- his last match. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, uh, you could tell just a little bit, I think. Did you think that? Uh I uh, I maybe a couple of smidgets, yeah. I just don't. He was think wrestling he was good as... as the heel tonight, though. He was oh, hardcore for sure. wrestling as a heel. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, there's no doubt. Um, no, that's funny that you mentioned that because that's going to kind of be, um, you know, I'll go there in a second as far as all that goes. But I thought he was great, but I thought it just you know the uh, the fluidity. Of course, that's kind of the one thing that you're going to miss, uh, you know, when you've had a big layoff like that, you know, is is some of the fluidity. But just work-wise, though, uh, yeah, no, I thought he worked great. It was like a, um, uh, I want to say like Flair-esque, you know, it was like kind of what he reminded me of. You know, last week you asked me if Yuta was the right person to bring back or if Yuta would, like, hurt his image. But I think Yuta, after watching this match, was the perfect person to bring him back on. Because Yuta made him look pretty good, and he made Yuta look good. That was a really good match on the whole, I think. Right. It worked out. Yeah. It ended up working out. And, you know, we had kind of discussed that as well about how there was, um, you know, their uh, their history together. You know, yeah. and they, they 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 even brought that up on the shows. You know, the last week or whatever when hyping this match, they actually built this match for two weeks in a row going into this. And um, you know, it's kind of the challenge. You know, it's it's one of those things. Where you don't really necessarily buy that that Yuta's winning, but it's a, if it's a good enough match, you will kind of buy that maybe it could possibly happen. I won't say it necessarily got that far for me, 
but um, still really good. Nah, I didn't get that either. Yeah. But do you think that Yuta's getting more intense within every match? This was the best I had seen out of him here, really. Because yeah, they worked a that. match. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they worked a match. It wasn't like a... It wasn't so gimmicky. You I like this I mean? better than that the pure title match with him and Garcia. Right. Yeah, because that's yeah. kind of gimmicky, you know what I mean? This yeah. was like a straight like to see him in a straight wrestling match uh was you know, was really, 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 really cool. And that also will bleed into the to the next match, but before we get to that we'll we'll wrap this up here. Uh I totally loved the spot where MJF rolled away. And you just still hit the splash. Oh, that was awesome. That was like my favorite part great. of probably the whole after match. He, after he rolled away the second time, I was like, oh, he's going to hit that on a roll away. He's definitely hitting that on a roll away. Um, this, in, the, in this match is where we heard uh, Taz's uh, patented phrase, I'm calling it now. He said... Uh, See what he says. That's a uh, yam bag Yahtzee in yam bag city is what he says. That's what he said today. Okay. Yam bag Yahtzee in yam bag city. You know, I enjoy having Taz out there. I think him and Excalibur have a really good uh, chemistry. Yeah. Don't need Shivani out there or anybody else. But I think I think Excalibur and Taz is the team. It obviously, it obviously is, uh, as far as okay. I'm concerned. We gotta talk about post match. I, I yes, need your yes. opinion on this. Well, I'm getting there. I'm getting there, my man. Uh, MJF taps out Yuta with the salt of the earth after what we established was a great match. Yes. Uh, now the post match angle was interesting. Yuta goes in for the handshake. MJF almost does it, but then Lee Moriarty comes out of nowhere, attacks Yuta. Uh, MJF freaks out on him and Stokely, saying he didn't tell him to do that. Uh, Stokely gives him the ring. Lee holds Yuta. Uh, Stokely, uh, well, yeah, he puts the ring on. Regal gets up from the commentary booth, puts on the brass knucks, marches to the ring. Uh, and MJF yeah. turns tail. Do you think he always has brass knucks in his pocket? Do you think when he wakes up in the morning, he's like, I'm going to put on my shirt. Well, he's got pants, a... my, uh, you know, my underwear, my pants, brass knuckles, my watch. <laughs> you think that's how it goes? I mean, if it was 2001, William Regal, then yes, absolutely. I mean, just since then, he just packs brass knuckles everywhere he goes, I'm guessing. I guess, yeah. Once you get into the habit, it's hard to break, bro. Yeah. So, uh, with what Lee Moriarty Rodman did, do you think... (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Do you think, and with the whole, uh, the way MGF handled that, do you think it made him look weak at all? It was weird. I'm not going right. to say he looked weak, but you know, putting him in the in the weird situation with the handshake didn't care for that. Honestly, 
um, just the way that's all played out. What it is, is it's like a, it's the face tease, but that's not really what we want, right? I mean, we don't want to see, we, we don't want to see MJF being facey. I don't know. We don't want to that. To me, I immediately wrote it down that he looked kind of weak to me. Just that whole scenario with, you know, Rodman out there making him look weak, kind of. And he's like, oh, I don't need that, you know? Right. Get away from me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, don't know. Was I just didn't like the look. I mean, I think it was... So, it's, what we saw later on in the next match was was how you do that. I think... We'll get uh, to that next. If anything made him look weak, it was backing down from Regal. You know? If yeah. he's going to be a true heel and he wanted, like, the true heat there... And he should have took the punch. Well, not took the punch. <laughs> he should have ducked out, but then, like, you know, still found a way to, like, attack him somehow. Yeah. You know, or or something. But, you know, they're not going to drag the segment out that long at that point. But Yeah. I see what they did, and I see why they did it. It was just kind of weird execution. But I did yeah. enjoy... Um, when when Regal got down there to the ring, the 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 crowd chanting, "You effed up, you effed yeah. up." <laughs> and then one of the commentators like, "I think he did mess up." The the crowd had some great chants tonight. It was very ECW esque. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. You know, it must be that old like Baltimore ECW crowd that like came down to DC. Yeah, they're, um, yeah, they're in D.C. tonight. So, right. Yeah, that Upper East Coast area. Yes. Well, D.C. is kind of lower, but still, yeah. ECW didn't run D.C., but I'm pretty sure they ran Baltimore quite a bit. So, like, I think a lot of those Baltimore people probably came down or, you know, I don't know, whatever. Just that whole, like, little little area down there has some towns. Um, It was definitely a good AEW crowd. Right, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I gotta get kind of used to to rebranding it that, right? Like, you know, that mm-hmm. basically that that type of crowd is is what we want, like the hardcore AEW crowd to be. So, oh, uh, we get a J, we get a Jazz video package, uh, then a Jazz pre tape in the back. Uh, the Jericho says he hopes Garcia makes the right decision. And did you notice? That Hager was wearing the bucket hat this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Twitter this week, uh, uh, what's this? Menard shared a picture on Twitter of him wearing it. Oh, okay. So, so they're just passing it around. It's like yeah. the village bicycle at this point. Yeah. Uh, okay. Did you hear when Sammy grabbed the microphone? There was a huge boo. Sammy's probably the most hated person. He's more hated than MJF right now. All right. Well, during yeah. the main event, we got an FU Sammy chant. I'll just, I'll just throw it out there yeah. now. Oh, twice. Yeah. I didn't hear the second yeah. time. I heard one of them. Also, you still suck. <laughs> well, that's interesting. And we'll cover that when we get there, anyway, of course. That MJF U the match went about 15 minutes. Uh, now, 
Vito, my man, uh, this crowd kind of looked a little bit small. I don't know if you're, you know, how up on the sheets and social stuff you've been on this week, but I've seen here and there about, like, ticket sale struggles. Um, have you seen anything about this? I have not. Does that mean we're, we're we're going to the Seattle show and standing outside till they give us free tickets? Hey, that might be a good idea. <laughs> That's uh, you know, uh, WWE did that uh, for Mania nineteen up there. Well, not exactly free, but like I guess like you know, a buddy of mine. Well, a couple buddies I went to high school with went with uh you know this guy went with his family he took like a couple other you know buddies we went to school with and the one guy like didn't even have a ticket and he like wasn't even planning on going he just wanted to go to seattle and like hang out but he ended up getting a ticket the day of the show for like 10 bucks or something you know sitting in the way up yeah way up in the nosers but yeah, no, I've seen things, you know, and I didn't really look deeply into it or really read much about it, but supposedly ticket sales are kind of weird right now. Um, so I have to keep an eye on that, you know, definitely hope that goes on the upswing. And that's a whole nother conversation. You know, there's always been that whole battle uh, with people just saying that like a lot of the the AEW tickets um, are like, you know, resellers and stuff like that, you know, buying it out early and then reselling. Of course, that's a whole nother discussion on, you know, whether we believe that or not, but. Well, they aren't cheap, I'll tell you that. You know, I haven't even went and did any research on them yet. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that off camera if or you, whatever it is. You want to but. sit anywhere decent. That's usually how it's looking nowadays. But uh, regardless of that, uh, this show tonight, we go into our next match segment, which was Jay Lethal, Darby Allen. Your thoughts on this, Vito, my man. Uh, so uh, what I wrote down here is the wrestling in this match, and and when I say wrestling, I mean like mat wrestling, the change up wrestling, the all that type wrestling in this match and the first match was just top notch. I loved it. Gotta get a hallelujah. I'm having <laughs> I'm having a religious experience over oh. here. Speak on it. Speak on it. <laughs> yeah, it's such good action in, in this Jay Lethal Darby Allen match. They were going back and forth, back and forth. I'd really like to look in to see what their history is because they had great chemistry. Well, bro, I don't know if it's so much as chemistry as just like you forget. And I'm watching this going like, man, Darby is so good. He doesn't need to, like, dive off of shit all the time. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, you don't need to kill yourself. Like, dude, watching this match, Darby has all three things. There's three things that make a great wrestler, right? As far as I'm concerned. Integrity, intelligence, and... (laughs) The three eyes. (laughs) 
<laughs> but beyond the three eyes, all right, you got your selling, yeah. right? You got your selling, yeah. you got your um your bumping, mm-hmm. and then you have your offense, right? It's kind of like a trifecta yeah. of yeah. what you need. And Darby's got all of those. He sells like a madman. He bumps yeah. like a madman. And then he's got cool offense to top it off. He's so fast. He's got he's got everything you need, everything you want in a wrestler right there. Yeah. But I'm just watching this going like, man, he doesn't have to kill himself every week. He could have these great base matches. Like, ah, just wrestling speed, matches. His speed is so fast. Right. It's so, it's so cool. And now right. he's not just fast like a like a luchador would be fast. He's fast, and when he does it, he fluid. He he snaps a move in when he's fast. It's just he's he's an enigma, if you will. Not quite the charismatic enigma. No, but an enigma. It, yes. Very. Uh, you know, I thought. You know, I want to give an applause here to Tony Khan. Um, great job booking MJF in the first segment and mm. then Darby in the second segment. I'm very interested to see how the ratings start for this show because to me, like, that's that's then, how you start a then show. Sammy in the main event. Well, I don't know about that. Sammy and Jericho in the main event. We might have. I didn't say Jericho. I said Sammy. Well, okay. Start at MJF, then Darby, then. I mean, how? When's if last we're talking time had, the pillars, yes. Yeah, when's yeah. the last time you had all the pillars in one dynamite? You know what I mean? Very true. Yeah. And Sammy, uh, I was impressed by him, but we'll get to that. Um, also, what's your opinion on the Last Supper? The Not la- the painting, the move. Oh, Dar- uh, Darby's move. Yeah. Um, it's cool. I like it. You know, I think, I think it's, it's uh... you know, it's kind of weird also because you mentioned that. Yeah, because they both have kind of like one of those weird, uh, you know, of course, MJF's got like the, the arm bar type thing or whatever. Yeah. But very. Salt of the earth. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of submission finishes on this show, not to foreshadow anything. But um, Darby's is a pin. What am I thinking of then? Why did I think Darby's Darby's uh, Last Supper is like he tangles the oh, one of his oh, feet, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. his feet, right, and then right. it's like a backbend thing. Right, but it could be a submission. It's like a submission setup, but it's a pin. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah. Really cool. It. Um, so yeah, no, uh, you know what I thought also thought was interesting here? They did a reverse distraction finish. Yeah. Where lethal was distracted by his own team <laughs> instead of the other yeah, way around. Yeah, it's really um, weird. But, uh, Darby wins. He forces the handshake. Jay gives it to him begrudgingly. Uh, so, you know, they kind of tease some dissension here, but I don't think they'll really do anything it with the, it for right now. I, I don't like... 
the post-match stuff tonight has been bothersome to me, okay? Because this was weird, too. This was weird, too. He stuck his hand out to a heel. Jay Lethal, been an asshole for, for months, right? The code of he honor, his, brother. He stuck his hand out to him, and it's like, you know, a heel should just kick them in the nuts for all I care, <laughs> right. you know? But then... Right. You know, he sees all those guys. Oh, you know, don't don't worry about those guys, you know. So he pushes him. He right. pushes him to say, shake my hand. And then that's when Jay shakes his hand. He pushed the heel to shake my hand. Right. It's like, okay, yeah. Now we can see, because of that push, we can clearly see he's probably going to turn. It was semi, like, you know, Darby, like, punking him out, which was kind of weird. Yeah. I will... I will admit that, definitely. Yes, it's so but, weird. That match went 10-15, by the way. Nice little 10-minute yeah, affair. 10-minute match. It didn't feel like that. It felt perfect. It's all you need. Get your stuff in, brother, yeah. and let's go home. That's what it's all about. Now, I have a question for you. Okay. You were Shoot. a Ring of Honor guy, right? Yeah, in and you, out. Do you watch sure. it? You watched it a lot, a little. What do you say? Okay, so I first discovered Ring of Honor um, probably around 05, 06. It was when, like, Danielson was the champion there. Okay. So and you it, watched it? was him it. and Nigel. Oh, um, yeah. A lot of those matches, those were, like... That was like that changed wrestling for me, really seeing those dudes go at it. I was just like, wow. And it was just like so much better than anything on WWE at the time. It blew my mind. Um, but I was so, in and out through the years. So, do you know about this next group that we looked at, the Embassy? I do know about Prince Nana. And the okay. embassy, these two new guys, I didn't know who they were at first, the tag team. Gates of Agony. The Gates of Agony, yeah. They they, yeah. they said their name several times after they hit the ring in this match. But, uh, yeah, semi-familiar uh, with Prince Nana and the... What's his, what's his deal from, uh, from, uh... Ring of Honor, because I've never heard of him or the Embassy. Just kind of pretty much the same deal. He was just always like a manager, like a stable. You know, he always had oh, a stable okay. of guys, pretty much, and that was the Embassy. It's it's had a lot of di a few different variations over the years. I couldn't even really tell you. No notable guys. In. I mean, some notable guys have probably been through it. Like if I'm thinking yeah. about it, like I want to say. Like Kenny King or something was in it back in the day, or like I don't, you know, I don't know, but like, yeah, yeah, Kenny King was real good back then too. Um, yeah, which like, where is he at nowadays? He's he's like, I don't I hear nothing about him being anywhere. Um, I think he's my wrestler in AEW once. Yeah, he might have had one. He might be doing like NWA now or something. Last I heard, I'm not sure. But speaking of guys and what they're doing now and what they've been doing, I'll tell you this, Vito. 
it was nice as hell to see Brian Cage back on the show. It, yes. I've always been a fan of Brian Cage's. The Machine. Since I started watching it loyally, though, here again, he hasn't been on there. And I've just no. always just kind of been wondering why they've been holding him out. But, He's been uh, whining on Twitter about it, too. Well, so he comes on here, has a great match with Wardlow, I thought. Did you think at any point that he was going to win? Not really, but still, like, it was probably the best Wardlow match I've, like, seen. And this is including the one with MJF. Because it was semi-believable that, I don't know, maybe Brian Cage would go over, you know. But it did also, I knew in the back of my mind, though, just knowing the, the situation with Cage... I figured that this would be like him doing a solid to like get back in good graces. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's basically what this was because it was competitive. Brian Cage did get a lot of offense. I mean, he got the extended uh, commercial break, you know, heat segment, <laughs> which we see, you know, every week All in, the mul time. in multiple matches. <laughs> But uh, he got a lot he of stuff in. He went for a 619. Yeah. <laughs> he did his really cool, like, fall away slam thing where he doesn't fall away. Um, Just, you know, moves so great for a guy that huge. And um, it's, like, it's crazy just, like, how small Wardlow looks compared to him. I was just, like, kept thinking that during the match. Like, holy crap, Wardlow looks like a freaking cruiserweight compared to this dude. Uh, yeah. But uh, but Brian Cage puts him over hard, takes four power bombs. Yeah, okay, here we go. Another problem that I have. Do you think, and I know this is going to sound like a broken record by the end of this, but do you think power bombing? Big Brian Cage that many times made him, and are you ready for it? Look weak. Weak. You know, maybe. I have a problem with it. That's, a, that's too many power bombs to power bomb Brian Cage. Too many. I just You wish... should be able to get him up maybe twice. That's why he needs a new finish. Wardlow needs a new finish. The power bomb is tired, man. All right. Power bomb is so ninety-two. You know, nineteen ninety. Or he needs to do a different power bomb. Something. Not Thirty of them. Yeah. He needs to do one good one, or or none. But that's also a good uh, good point, Vito. Maybe a booking oversight there. Maybe it would have helped Brian Cage to have, I don't know, something happen. Maybe a misguided chair shot or something else to, like, help, you know, sell putting him down for actually taking four power yeah. bombs. Or maybe he wouldn't have had to take... I was for on the fourth one. <laughs> right. Well, maybe he wouldn't have had to take as many if he had, like, a mistaken chair shot in there somewhere, you know? Yeah. Or something. Uh, that match went 
10 minutes, huh? Yeah. Wow. Well, like I said, probably the best Wardlow match I've seen. It, it really it, it made me think uh, not quite there of like the big match, w, big guy, uh, WWE style match. But uh, I think I think that, that Wardlow's trending in the right direction of being able to pull something like that off. Um, but yeah, we get more post-match stuff. Of course, Gates of Agony hit the ring. Joe makes the save, but it's still too much. But then FTR, uh, their music hits, and they come out to an absolutely ferocious Road Warrior pop. Believe that. Pretty big. I mean, it's not a Soraya pop, but it's pretty big. Oh... You know, that's Vito, the bar now. You know, Vito, I don't know if you get the same commercials that I do during this, but I don't like the fact that we get depression pill commercials during uh, the show here. I don't really care <laughs> for seeing that. Speaking of Soraya, uh, we get a pre-tape from Britt Baker uh, where she says that Soraya cannot be cleared by doctors. And she doesn't plan on wrestling and that it's her house now. And then they come back from this little pre-tape and Excalibur goes, well, I don't know who those doctors are. <laughs> so it seems to me like the plan is her wrestling at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they and tried I'm to throw sure us I off know. the trail, but. Yeah. We all know who her first opponent's going to be, too. Well, that's what it's got to be then, right? I mean, yeah, the way that they're building this, it, that's that's the direction that we're trending in. Um, so we get this women's trios match. Uh, I was in and out during this veto, so you're going to have to take us through it if, if you have anything to, to offer. All I have to offer is... My God, what was that thing that Athena was wearing during her entrance? Oh, that's her wings. She made those. Oh, okay. She made them, huh? Yeah. Okay. That's her second set. Uh, I don't remember who did it, but someone broke her first set that she made. That's her second set of wings. Okay. Uh, I do want to point out that when uh, Penelope Ford was the first one to come out and she was she came out with a uh, box head, Okay. And uh, there was a little thing on the bottom there that said that they are 2-0 and in mixed tagged wins. I'm guessing that's on dark or dark elevation, but Kip and Penelope, 2-0, and mixed tag. Pretty good. I'm going to have to go watch those. Don't tempt Tony Khan or we're going to get mixed, uh, mixed tag, tag titles. Mixed tag team titles. Yes. That'll be the next. That'll be the next. All right, so we got Penelope, Deeb, and Hater versus Willow, Athena, and Storm. Interim women's champion, Tony Storm. Yeah, I like how interim. I like how she's the interim, but yeah. we but that that term is not used for Mox. He's the actual champion. Because no, they were stripped. They yeah. didn't have to Yeah. It wasn't an injury. Same, same thing with or Death or Triangle. Yeah. Uh, you know what I realized going into this? Uh, I like the heel team more of uh, Penelope, Deeb, and Hater. Those are I like those three girls. 
Yeah, for sure. It took me a while to like Deeb, but I'm a fan of Deeb now. Serena Deeb is good. Uh, Penelope Ford did this backbend, like, uh, she did a backbend to avoid, I think, a clothesline or something. And while she was in a backbend, kind of, like, lifted up a little bit and and hit a cutter. Oh, okay. It was amazing. It was a cutter out of a backbend. It was so weird. I'm going to have to go back and see it again, but it was pretty cool looking. Showing that women flexibility there. Yeah. Uh, good job for Kip. Um, so <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a lot of good, you know, obviously a trios match. If you're into a trios match, it's not really my thing. I'm not a big trios guy. But um, if you're a big trios person, there was a lot of good trios action. Main thing that I noticed was uh, the match went 929, which is just under the guys. Willow pins Penelope. Willow gets the win. I did see that. Yeah. She pins Penelope Ford, which I did not expect. Not expect that at all. So good for Willow Nightingale. Willow Nightingale. And Deeb, or Willow Nightingale, Athena, and Tony Storm get the win. So. <laughs> When you see Tony Storm out there in the spot that she's in and, you know what I mean, being the champion and everything, man, they got really lucky that that she got to come over, you know what I mean? She was getting cake in the face. I mean, whatever happened with her in WWE or whatever, the NXT thing, yeah, I don't know, but... Um, I mean, they just, they really lucked out having her on the roster at just the right time. Cause like, cause if she wasn't around, like where would we be? We, we probably would have had the title back on Brit, I would guess. Right. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. With injuries that's happened. So yeah, probably. Right. So Brit would definitely go on it. Very, or they'd very make, lucky. Uh, or they'd make Jade a double champion. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait on that. I think that that's coming. At some so, point. Uh, you want to talk post-match action? Well, uh, it ends up a big, like, Moz-type deal, right? Schmoz, yeah. I love when you just break it down into schmoz. <laughs> it was a schmoz. But, no, yeah, take me through it, because, like I said, I don't have anything. Uh, it ended... With uh, Soraya getting in a big fight with Britt Baker, they went blows, punching each other in the head. So okay, so they did the I'm full sure. on tease for that then. Yeah, at the end yeah, of they went they they went blows, but okay, she threw her out of the ring. So I'm pretty sure Britt now knows that. So the pay per view well cleared the wrestle. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's the pay per view. I'm okay. sure. All right. I'll pay for that. Yeah. Well, uh, I think I met. There was like a there was a backstage there, promo here with. There was um, a backstage private with, party. On, yeah. Was this the and, one? Yeah, with the private party and Rouge and uh, assistant Jose and not Andre El Idolo. That's another thing. Rumors are he, he's not he happy. Left. He left early in the night because of the, the same guy who pissed off Eddie Kingston. 
Sammy Guevara is making waves in AEW. Oh, are you serious? Okay, I did not know this. I heard yeah. that Andrade was unhappy possibly leaving, but I didn't know he got into no, it with Sammy. No, it's because of Sammy, yeah. Oh, wow. That's the word. That's why there was a fuck you, Sammy chance. <laughs> yep. Sammy's just pissing everybody off. Yeah. Now, before we go to the next segment, uh, I I can't believe I didn't say this earlier, but I want to wish you, Bran, na- happy National Scissor Day. National Scissor yeah. Day. Scissor me, scissor uh, me, daddy. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. And Move with on. that, with that, we get the <laughs> National Scissor Day promo. Oh, perfect timing. <laughs> The acclaimed, out with their belts, out with daddy ass. There's a podium in the ring. And, uh, you know, they do their stuff here. It was good. I liked it. I don't this... think they went too too bad or too long or no. too anything. I enjoyed it. This reminded me it was very, and of course, by design, obviously, because, you know, you have gun there. But it was very, uh, it was very DX, you know. It reminded yeah. me of um, <laughs> the um, the presidential Shawn Michaels promo, kind of in a way. Yeah. yeah. Which I think it was kind of an homage to that. Probably is kind of what they were thinking of uh, when coming up I with ideas it. for this. But uh, you know. They were great, but, you know, of course, you can't just have them out there talking. I mean, of course you could, but then that seems like a waste of time. So something's got to happen. And it got so that, a tiny bit political, but not too far. It worked out good. The, I, I didn't know how far they're going to go politically, but it worked out good. They brought, they they uh, they wound it in before it got too crazy. Well, so. In D.C., you got to talk at least some politics, I guess. Yeah, of course. And, uh, yeah, uh, Swerve hits the ring. Yeah. and We're, uh, in his, we're in Swerve's house. Apparently, every house is Swerve's house. Yeah. Um, challenges Billy to a match next week. Uh, Billy ends up accepting, but that was at the end, I believe. Sterling gets yeah. the ring. He ends up getting his ass kicked. I don't know what that was about. I remember he was trying to sign a petition to get rid of Swerve. Right. And like, oh, let's not leave out the fact that <laughs> Swerve pulled out a rock and said, rock breaks scissors, <laughs> which is weird. Uh, and then Sterling brought out a contract that says paper covers rock. <laughs> I mean, that was weird, but the the whole Sterling thing was was off on me. Maybe instead of a tables, ladders, and chairs match, we're gonna have oh, a no. rock paper scissors match. Book it, baby. <laughs> on next week's rampage. But Sterling did come out in a pink suit. It was like he was trying to kiss up to the to the <laughs> acclaimed, but it didn't work out for him so well. 
Daddy ass and swerve next week. That's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to that. It'll be interesting. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Uh Hangman versus Roosh. What'd you think of this one, V? El Toro Blanco. That's what I'm gonna call him from now on. The white bull. El Toro Blanco. Yep, the white bull. I had to look it up last week to know what it was. I just think that's a cool name. Right. And Hangman, Adam Page, uh, is pretty good. I liked it. I think... Uh, Solid. Uh, one thing I, I I wrote down here is uh, I think uh, Roosh is a good heel. And uh, he did the one of my favorite things, the Tranquilo thing. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when Naito does it. Uh, Tetsuya Naito in yes. New Japan. Um, so uh, I really that was cool to see that because all I guess all those guys in the group does that. What is it? Go ahead, hit me with it. No, What's I was the just group? I was uh, Los Ingrenables. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tranquilo. And there's I can't a, say it. There's a Day Japan and there's a Day Mexico version apparently. Yeah, yeah, but. uh but they all do that cool tranquilo thing. Roosh with that uh, straight jacket pile driver. It looks awesome, but it looks like it's going to kill somebody one day. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Jesus. That stood out to me. You know, decent match. Um, but at this point where we had already seen like a few really good matches on this show. Yeah. Um. You know, it didn't really seem like it was better than, you know, some of the things that preceded it, even though it still no. wasn't bad. A bit clunky at the end uh, when they were going through, you know, getting ready, like the pre-finished stuff. Yeah. Um, but Paige wins it with the buckshot. I didn't think this was... Usually I complain about the buckshot because it's a awkward setup. I thought this one was a good buckshot. He got he, out. He hit he him. He set with it up with line. another lariat. Yeah. Yeah, and then he hopped out of the ring really fast. Usually it's like a slow get out of the ring, slow. But he jumped out really fast this time. I was watching for it. I was like, "Oh, buckshot! Here it comes!" Right, building the fan. drama. He just went right yeah. into it. Yeah, jumped right into it. This match went nine oh five. By the way. Well, private party hits the ring. Uh, but then Mox comes out and chases them off. <laughs> he didn't even have to chase them off. <laughs> he just stood just, there. And just his they're presence. Like, uh, they're like, okay, let's go. Let's leave this way. Now, Vito, my man, the, the way that they had the camera on Moxley here reminded me, and I'm reminded of this from time to time, but you know that... <laughs> John Moxley, you ever like look and do you ever make the correlation that he kind of looks like our buddy uh, Ken Solo? Have you ever, have you ever put hmm. that together? I I don't know. I've never actually. Next time, I've never actually looked at him. Next time you look at Moxley, just I mean I don't know, especially if you've seen. Well, him now I'm going to pull up a side by side. Do it. I was I'm just chatting you. with him the other day, actually. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, especially like uh, modern times. It's like, man, I see it. My wife sees it. Like it's funny, really? even back in the. I definitely have to look at <laughs> look at it now. Even I went back to high school with him. Oh, okay. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even back in the Dean Ambrose days, it was like a running joke in our house. Like to be fair, know, I went to high school with Ken Solo, not not John Moxley. Right, just right, clear right. that up. Right, just, yeah, just, clear, just clear that up. We're not making any bold claims, <laughs> folks. <laughs> But that would be like kind of the joke is like, oh, you know, there's Ken Solo and the shield and, you know what I mean? Huh. And he he looks even more like it nowadays. It's weird. It's like they've aged the same way. Wow. I am going to have to look at that now. That yeah. is funny. And I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. I think they might have been separated at, at birth or something. <laughs> I don't know. I think. They're I'll long, look into that. They're long lost stepbrothers. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, Mox comes out. Uh he tells Paige he's got 13 days. Uh but Paige says we can go right now. Uh but you know Mox gets back in the ring, grabs the microphone, and says, Listen yeah. here, you sniveling brat. Yeah. Don't get too big for your britches or daddy's going to spank you. He drops a line about how Paige is like a few of the kids running around here, running their mouths and getting themselves oh into trouble. Oh, my gosh. That was which, awful. Which, which, I mean, that's that's obviously a young bucks line, right? I mean. Oh, man. When he went back in, picked up that microphone said that and then dropped it. I was like, why did you do that? Why did you walk in there, walk across that ring, pick up that microphone, say that, drop it again and leave? Why would you do that? I'm like, ah, okay. I thought it was neat. I thought it was actually pretty good. I was not handled it. Usually I was so, saying the first part. Usually it's so awkward getting out of that position, you know? Yeah. When the guy's like, oh, well, why don't we just do it right now? And especially when you're Mox, who's, like, supposed to be, like, the face, I guess, in this situation. Even though they're both faces, really. Then he should have grabbed a microphone <coughs> because he was right next to the other microphone. He shouldn't have jumped in the ring, walked across, picked the one up from the, was the other side of the ring. Oh, man. Anyway, I just thought it was weird how he did it. Yeah. I'm 100% behind John Moxley. Well, they didn't block it out appropriately. Now, yeah. my question for you is, as far as this goes, this is going to be on a Dynamite in two weeks. Now, should they have saved this for the pay-per-view, or do, they, no. do you think they do the obvious thing where it ends in a way where they have to wrestle again? The pay-per-view is going to be uh, MJF versus Moxley rematch for Mox's title after MJF takes it. Okay. Because they keep saying cash in anytime. They changed the way they said things. Right. Cash in anytime. Even though Tony they, Khan did press saying yeah. the complete he opposite said he, of that. He said he now he's saying he can cash in anytime, but I have to I have to sanction it. It's like, okay, well, 
are you the referee? I mean, do you think Vince McMahon is sitting back there and saying, uh, go ahead and tell that referee to sanction that money in the bank cash in? Well, you know what I mean? This makes it what they'll probably do is, is, you know, MJF, if they pull the trigger and do this angle, like you were saying, during this match, then or after the match, rather, then he's pretty much got to, you know, drag Tony out there and be like, look, <laughs> you're sanctioning this bitch. <laughs> you're sanctioning this, or I'm going home again, or I'm, you know, leaving you in 2024, or whatever he's got to say to 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 make Tony agree uh, to to giving him the match right then and there. I think probably I don't know, but that's that's an interesting call. Um, you know, they could have played that out at the pay-per-view as well, but, you know, we will see where they're going. Yeah. Uh, Luchasaurus squashes Fuego Del Sol. Well, there's another small snippet in between I mi- there. I missed something. I missed a video package or something. Yeah, it's Willow. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 talking Willow. To Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's going to get the TBS title at the Battle of the Belts, which the whole thing was awkward. It's easily forgettable. Willow's awkward. Our female audience is going to be so mad at me for skipping over all their stuff. It is what it is. Um, But yes. uh, Hashtag justice for fuego. (laughs) He gets his A kicked. Hashtag fuego got done dirty. Jungle Boy Jack hits the ring. Uh, attacks with a chair, cuts a promo, and he says Luchasaurus was his best friend and that he Don't broke his heart. Sad. Jack he is broke sad. his heart, Vito. Well, my heart's broken too. Fuego got smashed in 23 seconds. But now he's going to break Luchasaurus's face, his ears, oh his nose, his tail. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna take billions of years to grow back another one. <laughs> uh, challenges uh, Luchasaurus to a match. Uh, Christian Cage says it'll take place next week in Canada. This was the second segment in a row, um, or I don't know, second or third segment in a row where it was like a it was a setup for the next week or. Two weeks later, do you think this crowd kind of got sick of being set up for angles like the whole night? You know what I mean? Like, I would get yeah, kind of tired the, of that. Let's see the Luchasaurus Fuego, the Willow. Um, well, the, the yeah, then Moxon, yeah, Hangman. that was a setup, and then Madison and Sky versus Anna and Tay. I mean, the scissor day thing was a setup. <laughs> and then that was set up for later in tonight. And then, okay, yeah, so it goes all the way back to the women's match that wasn't set up for next week. It's basically just set up for pay-per-view. Ray and Brett, yeah. But you see yeah, that what was I'm saying. I know, yeah. you, I know you got to do it, but yeah. it's a lot of like, man, one set up after another. Like... Yeah. When you're I don't on, hate it, but the live crowd though they you know it's good for TV. Oh yeah, but, live crowd. 
But the live crowd, if you're, if I was there, I'd be like, can we get one of these matches at some point? You know what I mean? Like, what about us? You know? Okay. Now, allow me to announce the competitors in the next match. Okay. All right. Take take it away. We have the Les Sex Gods, Ocho, <laughs> and the Spanish God. And then they are going up against well, wait. the dragon and the dragon slayer. See, there should you go. Be, should be a good one. <laughs> Sex gods, dragon slayers. I mean, it's a regular Game of Thrones spinoff here. Yeah. Is basically got, what we have. Yes. The Ocho, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus Brian Danielson and... Uh, uh, Daniel Garcia, sorry, drawing a blank. Now I do not want to neglect. We did get a video package that was uh, Pac, uh, best friends. I think him and Beretta wrestling oh. on Rampage, which should be good. But Rampage this week, um, it has Battle of the Belts right after it, right? So it's going to be two yes. hours, same night. Why didn't they just make this a two-hour Rampage? Is like. My question. It because they weird. gotta say battle of the belts. It's where all the belts are on the line. You can't just say that's rampage. They can't just say on the second hour of rampage, all the belts are on the line. Well, they could plus battle of belts is live. They could have jumbled up the matches and you know what I mean. Just well, made it a special two-hour rampage. rampage. Rampage has got filmed tonight, and battle of belts is going to be live. Oh, I see. So it will be yeah. different, different yeah. crowds. Yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. But I still thought it was weird. But yes, main event time, Vito. Here we go. Like you mentioned, Les- hey, it starts with a code of honor and a fuck you, Sammy chant. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there, that's how you start a main event, baby. Move on from there, Brand. You know, my gripe here, <laughs> just about the setup in general, is I, I forgot this match was the main event. Oh, yeah? It, d- it didn't seem to me like they really hyped it, like, a whole lot. Or maybe that was just me. Maybe I missed it. Uh, are you dying over there? Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, Sammy had some major heat on him. It, it, I'm not, I don't know, man. Sammy, the heat Sammy had on him from the audience almost took me out of this match. Really? Yeah, it distracted hmm. me every time. I mean, Sammy did a, um, a dive out of the ring. It was a beautiful dive. And I think it was one of those like backflip twisting dives and it took out Danielson. The audience went nuts, freaking out. Two seconds later, you know what they're saying? You still suck. You still suck. Yeah. You still suck. I'm like, what? Well, you that's, guys don't even know what you're doing. That was the nature of this crowd. Yeah. But I was watching it from like a working standpoint. It's the same thing with the same thing I thought during the Derby match earlier. 
I was like, man, Sammy can work. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He doesn't need to be falling off ladders. You know what I mean? Like, he can work, too. Yeah. And uh, he's got to use that to his advantage. I would like to see a lot more heel mannerisms from him. Really milking that, that hate. Because he just... He has a natural... He just has a natural heat about him. Um... You know, uh, I think I heard, who was it? And I think it was probably Corny, but he was like, you know, we're talking about Sammy. He's like, you know, he's got a punchable face. (laughs) You know, know, like, yes, that's exactly who Sammy is. He just, you just, you just want to punch him when you see him. And that's who he is. So you need to exploit that. You know what I mean? So, I uh, I had yet another problem tonight. Okay, lay it on me. Finished was hokey. Yeah, I don't like the end of any of these segments tonight. They all sucked. They're all weird. Oh, I didn't like the them. belt shot! Yeah, wasn't yes. that the worst belt shot in history? Well, Garcia had him in the dragon tamer, and then he walked. Usually it's he's walking. Usually when he has him in something like that, he walks because the guy's walking towards the rope. You know, and right. he's got to do the nice thing and walk with him. <laughs> Garcia was walking towards the rope, and Sammy was the other way. <laughs> like right. Garcia was walking towards the rope to get hit by the belt, and it it was like you said a crappy belt shot. It was a crappy like, shot, and the setup was bad because yeah, because he was out of position. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. Um, I don't, um, I don't like that move to begin with. I think it's weird. Just do a sharpshooter. Why do you got to put your hands on their on their knees? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like what? I don't what have is a problem that, with the move. I kind of like the move. Like what is that doing exactly? Uh, I don't know. The table spot. Let's bring light onto that. Did you see that? They missed the table, so Jericho just freaking suplexes him through it. He didn't miss. His lower back hit that table and broke the broke a part of it. Oh, I did not notice that. No, it just looked like a complete miss to me. No, he hit his lower back on it, and a small chunk of it broke off. You can barely see it because it has the black cover on it, but it didn't. It broke off a little chunk of the table. So he's like, nope, boom, put him all the way through it. Yeah, nice suplex and a nice, uh, you know, you could tell they they gave each other a, hey, man, are you okay? Or at yeah, least Jericho yeah. did. But, yeah, um, belt shot. And uh, the Jazz end up winning this thing. The and they lift come out on up top. like he's, uh, like he was freaking. Sammy up like he just won the gold medal. Like he was freaking Rocky in the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> Vito, um, I'll close it out with this before we go to ratings. Oh, that match went fourteen twenty three, by the way. So almost the longest of the night. Yeah. Right. Went fifteen in the opener. Yeah. I think. Now let me ask you this. Okay. Are you getting kind of sick of this Ring of Honor stuff? 
Like, I get it. But, like, at some point, I'm, like, watching this show tonight, and, like, half of it are these Ring of Honor angles. You know what I mean? And it's, like, I wish wish they would get a TV deal already so we can just, like, separate these companies a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm not sick of the Ring of Honor thing. I do notice that it's, uh, it crowds the the shows, but they do need a need a TV deal badly, badly bad. So, um, yes, that I am gonna say. One hundred. I'm not sick of it, but but I do agree that something needs to be done. I wouldn't say sick of it, but I'm just like it's starting to kind of wear thin on me. You know, I'll just say that it's starting to get to the point where I'm like, uh, all right, already. Like, you know, I want, I want to watch AEW and not, you know, crossover. Yeah. You know what I mean? Crossover is fine sometimes, and but if it's there like, is a crossover. I want to know if, if you're going to keep giving me ring of honor and from what I understand, Brian Cage is a ring of honor guy. You had him going for the, um, for what title he's going for? Oh, the TNT title. So that's right. an AEW title. Mm-hmm. So, so there's all this back and forth. So I want to know who's Ring of Honor and who's AEW, and I want to keep it separated. If it's going to be like that, I want Ring of Honor and AEW to be visibly separated. Exactly. Yeah. Because this is it's the same frustrations that we've had for years with WWE not staying true to their to their brand split. Yeah. It's the same thing, yeah, same but different. Thing. Yeah. Um, Ring of Honor to have its own home. We want to see the two companies, and we want to see them interact sparingly, you know, like yes. a forbidden door type deal. Um, then again, you know, beyond forbidden door, they've had you know New Japan guys on the show, you know, but not to the level of the ad nauseum that they've had of this ring of honor stuff. It's been the main storyline of the show. You could argue more emphasis has been put on this than even the, you know, their own title program, you know? Yeah. They've done a decent job at building that page and mocks, but I think Jericho has gotten way more TV time over the last few weeks. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. With that thought, Vito, what are we rating this bad boy? Well, due to the weirdness of literally every single ending to every single segment, (laughs) I'm going to go pretty low tonight on this third anniversary of uh, Dynamite. I'm going to give it a 2.75 stars. Oh, wow. Yep, I'm going low. Post-match shenanigans aside, I'm actually going to be a little higher on it. I enjoyed the matches. I enjoyed the matches. I enjoyed the layout. Like I said, you know, hitting them first with MJF, following up with Darby. Thought that was brilliant. I also um, was just so pleased at seeing Darby, seeing Sammy actually have wrestling matches for once. It was such a nice, refreshing change. Agreed. I'm going to go 3.25 on mine. Oh, I'm actually going to rate it higher for you than once. Mark it down. I don't think that's Mark ever it, happened. Yeah, that's going in the calendar. I'm in the history in of my, this show. Put that into my 
but there were just so Google many calendar. so many positive things that stuck out in my head about it that i i gotta i gotta go high yeah gotta go high. Just the endings the endings marked it down for me all of it all endings were weird yeah i could see that every too part, every part of the show had a weird ending i can it's see weird. that too but we'll take what we can get still not not anything to really write home about but but good stuff there's worse ways to spend a Wednesday night. A show that's worth watching any week. Every week. Every week. No matter, no matter how I rate it, it's good every week. Watch it live, DVR it, watch the highlights. We don't care. Or just listen to our recap. I like you that. Don't, you don't need anything else. Tell your friends. PWPlanet.com spotify.com wherever you find us at youtube big veto t and the brand it's pro wrestling planet podcast and i guess we're out give me some too sweet there's only one more thing we gotta do oh what's that scissor me daddy we're scissoring now what's (laughs) i guess we're scissoring and we're doing this thing on the way out yeah too sweet baby Too sweet.